0: Everybody, welcome back to episode eighty-four of the Assembly Well Podcast. I'm your host Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host Chris. How we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. Mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, we got the show for you. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I
0: tried to consciously slow that one down because I heard Morgan listen to the podcast last week, mm-hmm. and it sounded like I was just on cocaine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, and occasional comic, then we got the show for you. you know, what's what the, the fuck is that man saying?
1: What's that one kid from the Wild
0: Thorns? <laughs> yeah, the fucking uh, the kid. The feral the Feral boy. Yeah, feral boy raised by wolves. Uh, let's see. This week, we watched the... like Literally, just before recording this, we watched the premiere of Loki Season 2. Mm-hmm. Our first dip back into Marvel, because we skipped out on... Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Yeah, so yeah I couldn't it was even a remember stinker. what the yeah apparently not great. Uh, we haven't skipped any movies though.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Just that I think that's the only series we've skipped so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know we've been talking some schmack about you know superhero fatigue. So I thought, well, we'll hopefully, get a little. Hopefully, we'll wet a whistle. Loki was one of the few series that I felt like was consistently pretty decent. He's not a superhero. though. Well, I mean, he's just some, still some dude. He's not. He's literally a god. He's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he's just. He's just. Come on. He's just Loki. You yeah, know? yeah. He's keeping it Loki. Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I bet that's never been said before. The Rizzler, bruh. <laughs> um. But no. So I let you know. You figure. I liked Wandavision. I liked Loki a lot. And then the other series kind of were hit or miss. Had some ups and downs. But uh, all mid for the most part. Mid to fine. With some bright spots.
1: I am disgruntled. Ooh, what if? Gas.
0: Yeah. What if was very good? Shit. She Hulk, we liked She Hulk. I'm looking back at it now.
1: I mean, they just. What now? I'm looking back at it. And I'm like looking how. They just threw. no, No. How they just threw Hulk's son in there. Yeah. And
0: it's like, what? Yeah, but that's not a reflection of the whole series. No, but like... Like the last two minutes of the last episode don't negate the whole series.
1: I'm not saying it does. All right. I'm just saying that part really frustrated me. No. Yeah.
0: Did it frustrate you because people pointed out that it was kind of mid on the interwebs and then you went, oh, man.
1: No, I guess there's Because the like, internet has
0: that vibe, doesn't it? Of like they love everything or hate everything when it first comes out and then everything kind of reaches entropy over time where it's just like, it turns out that was just fine. Whether it was hated or loved, it was like, well, by in, in a few years, it was just fine.
1: Huh?
0: You don't think so? You don't think the internet does that? Not for me. I mean, I've always people have always had heating up
1: about Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. She Hulk, man. No, I've never had any problems with She Hulk. Yeah. I think She Hulk's always got bashed on.
0: I don't think, well, yeah, because it's a woman, and right? Unfortunately, this <laughs> the world in general, but especially nerd fandom has a strange, like... Men are better. Yeah, well, it's got a bias against women. For whatever reason. Yeah. Unless uh, they're super fucking sexualized. Right, yeah, exactly. You figure even She-Hulk in the comics... Pre-sexualized. Was, yeah, it was a pretty sexualized you know, where somehow they've got poses in the still photos where <laughs> both of their tits and ass are shown in one, you know. How's she contorted that way? Mean, green, and
1: poured in these jeans. jeans.
0: yeah. You know, where at least the series kind of like leaned into that and was like... Yeah, you know what it is, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was owning her sexuality as opposed to being sexualized. Right. But uh, all of that to say, we watched Loki. Uh, but before we give our thoughts on the premiere and our, like I said, our first little dip back into Marvel, uh, we want to talk about uh, we got a maybe final update uh, on the Unity situation. The Unity. Unity. I think we do that every time we say Unity. It's just, it's Pavlovian. Every day. <laughs> uh, a strange bit of history repeating itself in the gaming industry as well. Mm. Uh, more bad news from the fucking Gollum game. Damn. Like whole scenario. The game that was so bad that the studio stopped making games. Yeah, we got shut down. We got to close <laughs> it up. Somehow it gets worse than that. Yeah. Uh, we have an official, uh, I guess, release date. I don't know how to, how the best way to phrase it. A start date. For that uh, interactive streamed Silent Hill project, oh, I remember that they announced that, yeah. uh, Ascension. We've got a, a, an official release for that, um, and then uh, kind of not in in line with the rest of the stories, but something I thought was noteworthy. Uh, Chris Rock is directing a a, a biopic.
1: Yeah. Like the
0: comedian Chris Rock is yeah. is directing a film uh, about Martin Luther King Jr. So, if you're ready, we'll. I uh, figure we'll just start with Unity.
1: We know who's not playing in that movie. Will Smith. Will yeah. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably not got a role. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. No, probably. I would be. That that would be a fucking twist, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, and I, you know, Chris Rock's not. Like, unless he's producing, which I believe he, he, he may be producing, in which case, if he is producing, no fucking. Yeah. Dir- yeah. Negotiations to direct and produce. So, yeah. No. No mm-hmm. shot. Will Smith's anywhere near this movie. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, let's start with Unity. Yeah. <laughs> so Unity CEO John Ric- 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 uh is stepping down uh, in-, in wake of the installment fee issues, yeah. right? So, you know, quick recap, right, was that Unity said, hey, we're going to charge uh, the developer mm-hmm. for everybody that downloads, downloads the, the game, game, not purchases it, installs it, you know. Over, and it was over certain thresholds, but either way, the, the thresholds were pretty... Uh, low all things considered when it was compared to other engines in the market and there were a lot of flaws brought up uh, and you know all, all in all it was just a bad strategy nobody liked it uh, you know you had pretty major figures in the gaming world basically being like hey fuck you Unity mm, man. Uh, and Unity very quickly like within a week was like psych we rolled that back we're gonna reevaluate and you know we'll get back to you right well it's been a couple quiet weeks on that uh, and now uh he is, uh, he, it says here, uh, the, the exact wording is uh, Unity's John tiello is retiring as president, CEO, chairman, and member of the board of the directors, effective immediately. So they basically went, hey, uh, hey, John, <laughs> you're out, bub. Yeah. Yeah, the board probably voted unanimously and went, yeah, get him out of here because our stocks are tanking, our public image is shot. Like, you and I had talked about that. Even mm-hmm. if they fix this. I don't know that they can fix it, Mm -mm. you know, which is why they may have to, he may be a scapegoat. They fire him, kick him out of the board, everything. He's not involved in the company at all. Starting clean. And then, you know, if that comes up in the future, they'll be like, that was a a decision made by a CEO who the board deemed, you know, deemed unfit for the position. And we've moved on to new leadership and things like that, you know? And so he might be the scapegoat where they can just place the blame solely Mm -hmm. on his shoulders. But like we talked about this, uh, I cannot pronounce his last name, so I'm just going to call him John. Uh, John has a history of this behavior. You figure we talked about him being yeah. at EA, yeah. and he was a big reason why there was such a push for microtransactions in uh, EA games, and they still have that problem. Problem. Uh, yeah, get him the fuck out of here, bro. So I think he's. He, it's very possible that he was a sole you know, mover on this, and you know, get him out of there, right? Mm-hmm. And fuck so uh, uh, a gentleman named James Whitehurst uh, is going to be appointed as interim CEO. And he's going to lead an independent director of the Unity Board. Roloff Botha uh, has been appointed chairman. So the board will commence a search process to try and find their permanent CEO. Um, so we'll see what develops out of that. But, yeah, it was such a bad feedback that he literally lost his job. He's no longer involved at all. Not Damn. on the board of, you know, on the board of directors Nothing. or anything. So, good. That's uh, that's what you get. Yep. Fucking loser. Uh <laughs> Hmm? I didn't realize it was twenty thirteen. Ligma balls. Ligma balls. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not gonna be in school tomorrow. I think I got a bad case of Sugma. <laughs> sugma, what's Sugma? Sugma balls. <laughs> oh <laughs> And that shit got people too. Yeah. You know? Now it just seems so I don't know. I mean it was always low brow and childish, but yeah, you know, because the, the newness of it it felt clever, you know. The one I hit you with. Yeah, we can't even bring that one up because it was so not PC, you know? But it got me good. It was so fucking good. I was mad about it, but I also <laughs> yeah. couldn't help but just uh I was also very like <sighs> strung thin. That was that wasn't during COVID because you were here you were living with us. Mm-hmm. And you didn't live with us during a pandemic. <laughs> You, in fact, moved out like on the day that the president declared a national emergency. I believe so. <laughs> I'm at work, and you're just coming to get fucking house keys, and I'm mm. like, I can't talk. <laughs> the world's crashing down around us. And you're like, what's going on? man?" My world's crumbling <laughs> around me. So we talked about how history has a way of repeating itself. Well, uh, I don't know if you are familiar. About five years ago, Telltale Games, who made The Walking Dead, uh, uh, episodic game. Yep. The Wolf Among Us, which is a favorite of mine, uh, and a slew of other uh, episodic games. Uh, about five years ago, they laid off everybody and closed doors. Uh, and through some investors and buyouts and things like that, the, the developer was revived. Mm-hmm. Teams were reassembled, and they finished out the Walking Dead series. Uh, and then announced a couple years back, hey, we're making a, an episodic game based on The Expanse, which is a pretty popular sci-fi property. And I think they did a Star Trek game as well. Oh. Um, and they said, hey, we're making The Wolf Among Us 2. And everybody was like, oh, my God. Stop. Cut it out. Well, uh, they've laid off, the quote is, most of their staff. Oh, word. Uh, in, in early September. So here's the, the, the phrasing here. This is from uh, pcgamer.com. Uh, word of the layoffs first began circulating when Jonah Huang, a former cinematic artist for the developer, published a series of tweets that claimed Telltale had let go, quote, most of its staff in early September, adding that he was unable to comment on the status of the Wolf Among Us 2, which was later earlier this year, thanks to being under a D- NDA. Um, and that's the, that's the real tragic part. This is the, he was part of the original Telltale games and lost his job then to layoffs. Just to five years later, after like a, you know, comeback story, everything's working, you know, this is a revival. Because Telltale Games is really the only developer doing that type of game consistently and well. Right. And to then have that just kind of happen again um, is pretty heartbreaking for, you know, people who obviously care about their product, right? Uh, But he did, he ended his uh, like tweet thread by saying, Telltale gave me a good deal this time around, but still it ended the same way most jobs in games do. A layoff, not a retirement. I asked my fellow game devs to fight for better. Um, obviously, the developer was silent at the time, but they've now confirmed um, through a statement on Twitter that a percentage of its team has been laid off with a quote. Due to current market conditions, we regrettably had to let some of our Telltale team go recently. Uh, we did not take this action lightly, and our commitment to storytelling and finding new ways to do so remains the same. We are grateful to everyone for their dedication along this journey, and we are working to support everyone impacted. Um, now, I do know that, uh, yeah, like they say here, it doesn't they, that statement doesn't comment on the Wolf Among Us two specifically, uh, but they the, somebody had asked about it, and they just said all projects in development are still in production. We have no further updates at this time. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like they're not saying anything's off the table, right? But they're saying nothing's moving right now. Yeah, and apparently they're. Um, Expanse game just didn't...
1: I don't want to fucking play their shit anymore if they're laying off their people.
0: Well, also, I think that's the problem, right? Is they don't have the money. So they're having to lay off people. So I think the best thing you could do is play their shit to try and help them fund. I am buying it. Yeah, I mean, they can't <laughs> generate funds, right? If they don't have... The problem is nobody played the Expanse, I think, is a big part of it, where, unfortunately, these types of games are kind of a niche product. And so the bigger the budget on a project like that the harder the it is harder it is to, to justify it mm-hmm. you know and i think i you know i do wonder if that type of game's time has passed a little bit a little bit you know i mean i feel it is a very 2012 kind of feel to it you know yeah yeah um they were i mean the walking dead game is still one of my favorites but i don't think they've ever like the wolf among us as well is, is up there but that's t- you know 10 year old games right and i don't think they've ever touched that again as far as like, fuck, man, you've got to play that, you know, yeah. even some of the follow up seasons to the Walking Dead game didn't mm-hmm. didn't touch the first season. Um, and so I think they are in a really strange situation of like they're just chasing their own high, you know, their own their own you know peaks and mm-hmm. they just can't reach them. Um, and they're not because they've kind of like, oh, telltale games, they make episodic games. And then if they come out and say, well, we're making a non episodic game. They're in a weird pigeonhole where people who love them because of their episodic games are like, well, I don't know if I want to play a, right, a, a nine, different thing. Right. And people who only know them for episodic games are like, aren't they the people that only do episodic games? I'm not going to see, you know, I'm not giving them a time of day. And I think they're just kind of a bygone yeah. thing, unfortunately.
1: Sucks to suck. The best yeah, thing yeah. they
0: could hope for would just be a buyout. You know, just get gobbled up by one of the fucking, by Microsoft or Sony, which seems to just be the state of things.
1: Yeah. Disney uh, comes sweeping along.
0: Yeah, right. Disney uh, dips into gaming. Apple, Apple. You figure Apple's looking for mm-hmm. the, to expand into gaming. Maybe they come in and buy up Telltale. Because honestly, I think mobile might be a place where that type of game could still. Oh yeah. Do well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just because it kind of cuts out some of this, the um, limitations of using a touch Mobility. Screen. You know, and it's like I oh, yeah, well, I've got the Walking Dead game on my mm-hmm. phone now, and I can just. Yep. Which I think it is available on mobile. Um, but to just, you know, maybe, maybe, but I don't see that being a, no, I don't not. think there's enough value there for Apple to go. We'll buy you up. No. But so this may be the first, uh, you know, death rattle for, uh, for telltale games again, which is a real shame. I remember I was pretty beat up when the first time it happened mm-hmm. and uh, now it just feels kind of cruel. <laughs> you know what I mean? It feels like, goddamn just, there's almost a sense of relief when they die. So <laughs> yeah. The pain yeah is you're over. Like, My God, this just isn't fair. Uh, and again, I just feel let them die in peace. <laughs> just let them go. I feel really bad for all of the people, but, you know, especially the people like David Huang, who just this is their second time. That's not or sorry. Jonah Huang. That's not fun at all Uh-oh. to be like, this is this is a fu-. I'm getting punked, right? You're <laughs> you, fucking with you're me. fucking. No. Uh. Uh, in in uh, the same vein of, you know, video game developer closures. Apparently, datalick Entertainment's uh, Gollum Apology was written by ChatGPT. You're studio, fucking with me. The studio didn't even get approval on it. They just fucking went, hey, ChatGPT, give me an apology for making a piece of shit game. And then went, yeah, it sounds good. Post it.
1: Damn.
0: So... How'd they find that out? That's what we're going to get into here, so... This is a, a report from a German outlet, Game 2. Uh, they talked to former employees of Datalick about Gollum and what went wrong you know, before and after its release. And uh, <laughs> partly, you know, one of the uh, nuggets of you know info was that Datalick Entertainment itself says that Gollum ended up with a development budget of 15 million euros, only a tenth of a AAA game, which is low budget for a game, positioned like it was, uh, you know, so it's a kind of a strange thing where they didn't fund it. Right. And then, <laughs> uh, it turns out that the uh, apology wasn't from the studio at all. Datalick saying that this apology was not from Datalik, but from Nacon, which is the game's publisher and owner of Datalick. So it wasn't the, it wasn't Datalik doing it. It was the other way around. It was their owner going, we got to get ahead of this thing and apologize for this. So that's a real slap in the face to the people that made the game yeah. is their their parent company went, fuck, this we game is so it, bad, bro. we got to apologize for it. Damn. And then closed doors. Damn. So, yeah, that's... uh <laughs> Like, ChatGPT is in everything, yeah. but then for them to just... Not even have the what's, courtesy yeah, to write what's so it. so but...
1: hard about being like, oopsie?
0: Yeah, and and you know, yeah, I mean, like to go, I don't even know how to say, we're really sorry we let you guys down, so let's just get AI to do it, and then not Just tell say, hey, the...
1: sorry we really let you guys down. Yeah,
0: which this obviously isn't what we wanted it to be either, you know, we're big fans of the property and all that, uh, but yeah. The only thing that I didn't gather from the article I was reading was if that was how Dalek discovered that they weren't making any further games you know what I mean I mean because I would wondered about that if that's how they found out right oh guess what (laughs) Uh, according to this you're out of a job according to this AI generated apology you guys don't have a job anymore the future is now that's some Black Mirror shit right there you good my guy
1: I love Black Mirror
0: (laughs) are you getting ready to fall out of your chair uh oh You know what I especially love about these Hmm. stands is how they have legs to stabilize them so you don't hear.
1: Yeah, but I like leaning back.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, best of both worlds, right? So Silent Hill Ascension, which is this uh, like Twitch-based streaming show, I guess is is, is the Mm -hmm. best way to describe It's going to be an interactive series. Uh, It's beginning on Halloween. Oh, it's pretty fitting yeah, yeah. Uh, begins on October 31st. Obviously, uh, according to the executive producer of the show, they say we don't we don't sell magic storage to level you up for PVP arenas. Because you know, apparently there's a common fear that like, OK, how are they going to make money from this thing? Are they going to like free to, you know, free right. to play it? But you got to, you know, basically pay to play kind of deal or pay to win and. Um, Let's see here. Ascension set to begin on October 31st, and while the marketing makes a big deal about how viewers will, quote, shape Silent Hill canon forever, there's plenty of skepticism about what sounds like Twitch chat plays trauma-based survival horror, especially regarding the fact that mobile version mentions in-app purchases. is what has people kind of like, ooh. They say, uh, the this is from the uh, uh, CEO of Genvid, which is the executive producer of uh, Silent Hill Ascension. They said on Twitter... Uh, If people are afraid of weird free-to-play monetization, it's not a game. We don't sell Magic Swords to level you up for PvP arenas, right? Um, They compare the in-app purchases to a Twitch subscription saying, uh, in-app purchase is similar to Twitch channel perks and customization of the community viewing experience. We'll have puzzles you can do each day, chat emotes and stickers to unlock, etc. If people want to turn off chat, they can do that too. Then it just becomes like Netflix. So that makes sense. You know, That if you want to buy a sticker pack or whatever, you know. Here you go, right? Right. But you don't have to Mm-mm. give us no, that's, money. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. I uh, hope so. So they say here, uh, this is according to Novak, uh, you do not need to be there live. Uh, there are some things that are only available live, but a, I set a rule early in production that anything that changes the story outcome needs to be able to be participated in asynchronously. So uh, Gen- Genvid is apparently also working on an interactive series based on Borderlands called Borderlands Echo Vision Live and one set in the DC universe. So this may become a nice like a, a new type of streaming media, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, it's like an, a live interactive mm. streamed series. And I do think depending on how it goes with Silent Hill since it seems like it's going to kind of be the canary in the coal mine, it'd be interesting to see more things like that that genuinely impact canon. Yeah. You know, like they're talking about whatever happens in this is going to be officially Yeah, this is a thing. A thing that happened in Silent Hill. Um, and so that's kind of interesting that like you, you get to kind of impact that world that you yeah. know, you're probably a fan of if you're participating in it. Um, and like I said, to see if that does go well, maybe something like DC goes, hey, pretty. this is officially canon. Is in DC, this happened mm-hmm. because you guys picked it. Which you figure the death of Robin in Death in the Family was literally voted on by readers of the comics. They got to call into a number and vote yes or no. Uh, on whether Robin was dead or not. Um, and so, I mean, it's always uh, yeah, been something it. that comics did, uh, you know, or at least tried to get engagement. So I guess it could just be a new version of that, you know.
1: Hmm. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: I like the idea. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it failed either. You know what I mean? Some of the, you know, mm-hmm. big swings generally have big misses. So Swing so and a miss. But, uh, you know, you, also, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, you know. mm mm-hmm. Uh, But yeah, talking about Chris Rock directing this uh, Martin Luther King Jr. biopic, I was trying to get a vibe on if this was his directorial debut, Um, and I couldn't find, yeah, so he directed something called Top Five and Head of State in 2003, which I didn't know that, Um, and he directed I Think I Love My Wife, which starred him, so I've, you know, he's, I kind of have that experience a lot sometimes where I'll find out that an actor just also does directing. And you know, because sometimes it's made a big deal. Mm-hmm. I feel like where they're like, you know, what's his nuts? You know, Bradley Cooper is directing A Star Is Born. You know, right? And you're like, oh wow, you know, you know he directed this too. You mm-hmm. know, it comes that kind mm-hmm. of chatter. But then you got Chris Rock directing like his fifth film, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that he did directing. <laughs> Do it on you the know? side on the yeah. low. Um, and I always like that because it means that they generally have a pretty good, um, I guess vibe for what what they're actually out to do. Yeah. Uh, and they can kind of understand the other side, you know, especially when they make the jump from acting to directing, as opposed to like a director like Mike Tarantino, who's like, well, I'm just gonna put myself in the movie, <laughs> get, you know, get feet in there. I'm going to get some feet in there. I'm going to say the N word <laughs> and I'm going to get a pass. Cause it's in the script. I did write the script. <laughs> God <know>? damn, Jimmy. <laughs> and you're like, no, wait a minute. Go not make shit. <laughs> yeah, like, well, now wait a minute. Why does he always have the N word in his, uh, yes, his lines? Say the N word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all righty cool. i guess okay quentin you're a weird dude <laughs> but uh you write some good dialogue mm-hmm. so i guess the world gives him a pass uh but no uh, he's just it's going to be uh, a life examination of martin luther king jr so i do wonder how they uh plan to do that you know, Are they going to do um you know multiple actors through the years or is it going to be one actor and then they age him up or you know what i mean mm-hmm Apparently it's based on a book called King a Life. Um, uh, It's an an awarded book. It's a more recent um, biography uh, about Martin Luther King. Um, And apparently it drew upon some of the new like FBI information on King, which, uh, you know, I think that's always kind of interesting. It's like, you know, there's always been that knowledge well, I say always, relatively recently, we've gained the knowledge that the tinfoil hat people who said, oh, it turns out the FBI had files on all of these people, <laughs> fully did, yep. and were following them around, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, you figure they were, for a long time, there was the theory that the FBI killed Martin Luther King Jr., um, and that wasn't released in the files, but the idea that they had been following him around and recording his life was true, you know? Um, and so it's like, oh, man, you know, so to get a more intimate view of, like, here's the things that aren't just... I would like to see it be more than just here's the myth, you know, the mythological right. figure Martin Luther King Jr. and like here's the man, you know. Um, cuz I mean everybody's got flaws and so I think it'd be interesting sure. to see that see kind what of his are. Yeah, and that kind of tends to be an issue with biopics a lot of times is they're more like puff pieces, mm-hmm. you know. Not that I'm saying we need to drag Martin Luther King Jr. through the mud, no. but you can humanize him yeah. and go, "Ah, eh, he wasn't perfect, but he 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 made great change," mm-hmm. you know. Um and you know cuz you figure the Bohemian Rhapsody kind of just completely brushes over anything that happened to uh, <laughs> Freddie Mercury. And they kind of like go, "Here's where they performed at Live Aid," and then here's a quick glimpse of him at the end of his life, and then the movie's over. You know, and it's like I, he had a lot of life outside of the band, right? You know, and so they kind of turned it into a Queen biopic mm-hmm. with freddie mercury as the star i just, yeah. mm. there was a version of that movie that was supposed to be with sasha baron cohen playing uh freddie mercury mm-hmm. and he wasn't wanting to play a comedy he was wanting to play it straight mm. but kind of show you hey here's all the drug use and the sexuality and he was kind of a fuckhead because he was drunk and high mm-hmm. uh and you know he was also a, a great artist you know and apparently the family and the band were like The band was like, well, uh, what about the rest of us, you know? And the family were like, well, we don't know that we want to drudge all that up, which is fair, you know. But so that that project kind of died on arrival and then turned into Bohemian Rhapsody. So that's always been an issue with biopics, I think. And so I'd like to see something more uh, honest, I guess. Right. Who knows? You're about to knock that popcorn on the floor. Why don't you just move that bag instead of gingerly trying to avoid it? Perfect. Thanks. Poifix. So we watched Loki,
1: huh?
0: Mm-hmm. now, <laughs> I, nah, I mean, it, it does the thing that a, a premiere has to do of like, don't forget, here's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Though I don't think this one leaned too heavily into don't forget. This is what we were doing. Mm-mm. It was kind of like, we'll give you a last time on Loki at the beginning. Yep. Yep. And then yeah, just drops us right back in the action where the last season left off. Um, does set up some questions that, you know, hopefully we'll get answers to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, introduces a new wrinkle. We're just kind of full spoiler because it's, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a premiere episode. Yeah. And it's about 45 minutes long. Um, Loki is obviously frattled cause he's coming freshly off some bombshell revelations from mm-hmm. he who remains at mm-hmm. the end of time, uh, that, Hey, uh, the whole reason the TVA is in place is because there was a war between a bunch of me variants and, uh, they all wanted, you know, to kind of destroy things. And I, I might be a bad guy. You might think I'm a monster, I was the best of us, you yeah, know? I was the one trying to keep structure to it. Mm-hmm. And I won, and I set the TVA in place to keep me variants from arriving, you know? And the reason why this is the sacred timeline is because this is the timeline where I won, uh, and it keeps everything in order. And so, you know, Sylvie doesn't necessarily buy into it and thinks it's a ploy to keep himself alive. <laughs> Loki's a little bit more level-headed, and it's like, I- I- we don't know enough to know he's wrong. right? You know? And uh, Sylvie so kind of calls the bluff, kicks Loki through a time gate, and then shanks uh, he who remains. And uh, the timeline very quickly begins to fracture. You know, and that's where we start off as, you know, Mobius and was a B uh, yeah. one of the yeah. one of the timekeepers is yeah, is watching the branches all form, and you know it's because <laughs> it's redlining, uh, and uh, Loki is. <laughs> what do they call it, time slipping, mm-hmm. where it seems like he's being ripped apart and pulled through time. Yeah, but he says it's not that painful. Yeah, yeah, he says it's not that painful. It looks awful. Yeah. Um, And at first we were thinking it was two different timelines that he was being pulled between. Mm-hmm. Um, But then it seems more like actually... Like in the future and in the past. Yeah, the future, past, and the present, mm-hmm. Uh, which was a neat little wrinkle towards the end there of like, Oh, okay. It isn't just the past and the present. He's also being pushed into the future, mm-hmm. which I think is why that crack had always been in the floor. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's because he went to the past, dropped the thing, and then they wiped everybody's the memory. Future. Yeah, and went to you know went to the present, which was now. And they're like, oh yeah, it's always been there. You know. Um, I did really like the like I don't know if you'd call it a paradox, but the overlapping time play when uh, they went to Kihi Kwan.
1: Mm-hmm. He's and, like, no, I don't remember. And then like, a couple minutes later, he's like, actually, actually yeah, wait a minute. And it's yeah. because simultaneously
0: in the past, Loki is having a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of getting like a live update uh, to his memory <laughs> yeah. of like, oh, actually, no, this has now happened in my past. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty interesting way to show it. And they also just keep cutting and flipping between the two conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I got the hiccups. The hiccups. got the bad case of the cups what type of cup the hiccups the hick the hick kind Um, but no I really enjoyed that Uh, first of all I just really like me some Kihi Kwan I'm Mm -hmm. glad that he's got you know more roles yeah Um, uh, hopefully he becomes a fixture in the show uh, because you know again more Kihi Kwan yeah Uh, he does play kind of a a wacky do because it seems like he's been mostly alone He's he's in a one-person department, but the thing is... He's in the basement. But he has
1: to continuously do it or else he'll get backed up real because quick. Because it's a one department. Because it's a one department, so he just doesn't sleep or nothing.
0: Doesn't sleep, doesn't eat. He just he just works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's how alone he is. Mobius went to the wrong floor 400 years ago. And uh, Obi, which is what they call... Uroboros, that was noteworthy, mm-hmm. you know? like hey old friend you know because i've seen your face mm-hmm. you know it's like damn that's that's a lonely man and he said that, that was the, he was the last person to visit him yeah so it's been 400 years since he's seen a person mm-hmm. um which is wild but he uh, he's the guy that knows shit about how to fix stuff and um the fucking all the timelines are that was it, you know it starts to get a little in depth on like where there's you know the writers are like all right well what's the conflict of this episode all the time uh, is flowing into the generator that we use to power the place, and it's overflowing because there's more than one timeline now. So we got to fix that real quick, you know. Yep. The episode was basically introducing a problem to then fix it, mm-hmm. you know, which is like whatever. But uh, it's also very much supposed to be like a Doctor Who type show, yeah. and that that fits. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty bottle episode type deal. And uh, the question does keep coming up for Loki of where the hell Sylvie is. The TVA seems to be fracturing a bit, where Mobius and B fifteen are trying to explain to like the what whatever semblance of leadership is left after. Yeah. Uh, oh God, what's your name, uh, Reaver or whatever?
1: Yeah, um, the
0: the sorry, the commander at arms or whatever. Creeper, would you call me? Oh, uh, after man. she dipped, you know, she just abandoned ship at the end of last season. She grabbed her shit and went through a time gate, and you're like, oh, what's oh, she up to? Yeah you know, where'd she go? No. Yeah. Uh, and so she's gone. Basically the head of the snake's gone. Yeah. TVA is like, what the fuck's happening? Cause half of them are like in the know and think this is a good thing. And the other half don't know the truth, which is Mm-mm. that they're all real people who've been basically kidnapped from their timeline and brainwashed. Uh, and that when they're pruning a branch, they're effectively committing genocide,
1: mass genocide, like
0: ending an entire universe, mm-hmm. uh, which is horrendous to think about. And, uh, you know, Trillions but, of, trillions upon trillions of people dying. And again, this
1: is where I think Marvel's getting a little good, because it, it is that question of... But what's the... But what's the what's the cost if yeah, they don't do if that? If they
0: don't do that, is there a multiversal war that results in the deaths of those trillions anyhow? Mm-hmm. You know? And so, yeah, it's that crazy thing of, like, if we prune it now, is it really death? Because you're talking about death of potential people that never exist. Right. You know, and it's a real sketch situation, right? And there's no good answer to it. I don't think so. Um, but like Mobius even, you know, poses the question, do we even tell them the truth? Because yeah. for a lot of these people, this is their whole, I mean, for all of these people, this is their sole mission. Mm-hmm. And they look at the timekeepers as like deities and then come to them and be like, hey, those guys were literally animatronics. Yeah, they weren't real. Uh, and you've been committing genocide, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Everyone, it's a, are, we the you know? are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? Yeah, you are, I think. Yeah. Um and then you know, for them to think mission accomplished, and then now Loki's coming back and being like, I think we fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so Oof. now they're in a weird spot of like, do we fix it? How do we fix it? Do we just start pruning brand you know timelines again? Who knows, right? So I think that's where the they're gonna try and probably find the perfect solution. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How can we avoid Kang variants or do we go through time and stop Kang variants? I am wondering if they're gonna go through the timelines and try and find he who remains. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and try and put him in place before it gets out of hand, right? Potentially, maybe that would make sense. Because um, I, I do wonder if that's why they introduced the idea of time travel within one timeline, mm-hmm. as opposed to branching timelines.
1: Yeah, because I was gonna say, what if he traveled back in time and was able to stop Sylvia
0: right from ever killing her? Right. Uh,
1: Stamping it—that's my prediction. You think so? Mm.
0: But also, I think that's going to be their their goal. But if we're going to end up with a multiversal war out of this, or a Kang the Conqueror, no. he's got to come out on top in some fashion.
1: I mean, well, he almost smoked Ant Man.
0: Yeah, and you figure wow, that probably wasn't the right, the real one.
1: No, You figure we saw one. the Council of
0: Kangs, mm-hmm. um, and so that they may end up being the bad guy of the MCU. Is that? It's the Council of Kings, as opposed to well, yeah,
1: they're the most powerful ones yeah. as a council, and because so, he's the one that was exiled, which we all think was like that he was the weakest one. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. If he's the one that got kicked out by the others, all the others, then obviously they're more powerful. Yeah. Um, I do wonder because uh, we did get some like brief new. I didn't put it in our news because it was kind of a, a nothing story, but. Um, the director of the Fantastic Four movie did say that the, they are planning on starting filming in the beginning of 2024 and that basically as soon as the SAG strike is over, they'll be able to announce the casting oh, of nice. the Fantastic Four. John um,
1: Kwasinski.
0: And I would, I don't think so. No, no. I think that's why they put him in. Uh, Multiverse of Madness was to go up to shut him up. There you go. There he is. All right. Um, God,
1: fuck leave us alone yeah
0: there you go get off our back yeah smartest man alive was so fucking arrogant he was a dumbass and gave away the whole thing <laughs> you know told a a witch who can control everything yeah this guy if he talks at you you're dead bitch and she's like oh well <laughs> let's just close his mouth <laughs> what mouth turned his ass to spaghetti
1: <laughs>
0: that was dope I wish it had been a little more brutal No. Yeah, but it was still pretty graphic for turn John Krasinski into spaghetti. Yep.
1: <laughs> Do they have a mother? Yep.
0: Good. Someone will be around to raise them <laughs> We were like, yo. Oh my god. What? Anyways. Um I because I, I wonder if uh Kang will come up in that because he does he is a descendant of Reed Richards. And so I wonder if that'll be a you know, probably end up being just a post credit to that. Um but I am interested to just see how it all ends up coming together, because I do think, you know, that's the problem we're at is with Marvel. How,
1: yeah, how are you going to tangle everything all together?
0: Yeah, which, I mean, you know, they've done it once. I have faith that they'll do it again. I just sure. think they need to get there, you know. Um, Feels
1: like we're probably getting ready to be into another five, ten-year investment.
0: Right, yeah, which, I mean, that's the probably that's cool. the goal. Um Considering once Bob Iger took back over, he kind of was like, we got to thin out the schedule and stretch it a little bit, because uh, otherwise, you know, First of all, it's too expensive, too fast, and it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Um, so that's maybe good, maybe bad. I don't know. But, um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Could be. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, the major things here, they did seem to fix the time slippage. Uh, yeah. The TVA seems to be going to war. Uh, under the guise of looking for sylvie but they even made the you know pose the question because like all of the tva looked like they were mounting up with Mm -hmm. heavy artillery and going through time gates and they're like all of this for sylvie and they even kind of were like i don't think this is all for sylvie Mm -mm. so you and i'd wondered are they maybe just going out and trying to start to prune yeah you know um which again is that good or bad we don't know yet
1: i think that'd be good
0: Yeah, yeah right because if that's the case, if they just keep
1: pruning now, then nothing would happen. Potentially. Theoretically.
0: Yeah, in theory we could stop it. But also, I don't know, because like, in the future or past timeline that Loki went to first, the Kang was the statue. And so was he in the future or the past when that happened? Ooh. Had to have been the past because he drops the thing and then in the future it's there, the crack on the ground. Yeah. Which is why he says that their wines were wiped. So maybe for some reason, Kang felt it necessary to hide his existence to, from the TVA and wipe their memories. I don't know. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But for a while there, he didn't feel the need to, you know what I mean? Like, so something happened to the if TVA. He did something
1: that he tried to be like, I'm a ruler and then it didn't work out. And so, so he went, like, okay, I I've got to
0: put some, yeah. you know, put some myth on top of this mm. to, to keep him in line. Um, you know, so I wonder if we'll see some of that, if we're going to do more back and forth time travel. And that's why they introduced that concept in this episode of like, hey, here's what the paradox of time travel looks like. That makes sense. Or instead of doing timeline universe hopping in this one, it's going to be like vert, you know forward and backward time hopping. Um, even though we did get to see in the post credits, Sylvie is in a uh, uh, branch timeline. And it did signify that mm-hmm. as well, which was nice because that'll keep cool. it kind yeah. of.
1: As like, organized as, as possible, as, yeah,
0: because it's going to become a messy otherwise. So to go. Okay, she's in a branch timeline. She's not on the sacred timeline. In 1982, in Broxton, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. at a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, old Mac, <laughs> old Macy Donalds. Uh, and she seems kind of hopeful. Like, like she thinks, "Oh man, I'm here. I'm These home. people are just having a meal. Things seem to be peaceful here." So I, th- I think she's maybe overestimating and taking it as a sign of. Success potentially mm-hmm. like oh, this place seems all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it here, uh, and think that she made the right call. Yeah. Um, I did a little quick Google after the you know, after the fact because I was like, oh, I didn't you know what what is Broxton, Oklahoma, and it turns out first of all it's a real place in the world, and I was like, oh well, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Broxton. One of the other searches was like Marvel. I was like, all right, let's see what that is. And in Marvel Comics, apparently, after the Thor Ragnarok um, story in the comics. Thor is reborn and goes to Broxton, Oklahoma and creates new Asgard there. Uh, so I wonder if Sylvie's going to try and create new her Asgard. own new Asgard there. Um, That'd be cool. You know, and it's like, what if she ends up being a little bit of a ruler there and maybe not in a great way? Ooh. You know, what does it look like when she gets a taste of power?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Power! Since she is still a Loki, you know? And on the whole, Loki's haven't been great. What do you think about this Loki with, that's partnered up with the TVA? The the Loki that we've got now?
1: Mm-hmm. What do you mean, what do I
0: think about him? What do you think? Do you think he's still like a trickster? I mean, yes and no. They kind of pulled the little, like we talked about, they pulled a the little tricky-do uh, at the start of the first season by going, we're going to show him his entire life existence up until his death. And then they kind of used that as like, okay, now he's absorbed all those lessons and he is the Loki that died, essentially, mm-hmm. as far as the moral lessons he's learned. Right, right. And so that was kind of a way to just get around having killed Loki. Yeah. Um, so I think he might still have some trickster, trickster tendencies, but all, I think he's the, the Loki that we lost. Okay. I don't think he's... Um, seem, it seems, based on the finale of the first season, that we can trust him because <clears> figure he who remains He basically said, you can kill me and take over. And our Loki went... No, I think this guy should stick around. Yeah. And Sylvie was like, I don't know. So <laughs> I think I think they are now at odds. Um, but Loki's still got a weird, incestual, masturbatory hard-on for his altar. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that was a strange thing when they kissed. I was like, why does this feel gross but also not problematic at all? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's meant to be. Yeah. Yes, Nobody is, could get
1: Loki as hard as Loki can. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it's like
0: it is very masturbatory and incestual <sighs> and fine.
1: And it works out.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was just a like I said, quick forty five minutes. Not a lot necessarily happened story wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but, we got to but see setting Owen up Wilson. a lot of yeah. Whoa. Yep. All Mobius. Wow. He started
1: talking about speed. Uh huh. And I was thinking about Lightning McQueen. am waiting for him to go, I am go.
0: Speed. Speed. I am, I am Speed. speed. Kachiga. <laughs> what goes after Lightning? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kachiga. 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 I love when he's fucking at the end of that, when he's just, yeah, just basically being a tool and everybody's like, <laughs> Fuck you! Boo. Boo. They shoot the cannons at him. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Come on, where's the trub? You Bring out the trophy and they <laughs> throw it at his side." Yeah, he's like, "All right," but uh, but yeah, I mean, well, I'm. It is one of the few Marvel things that like I was still looking forward to because yeah. the first season is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you know this this didn't make me go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh okay, I want to oh, see what happens oh, next. I'll, I'll bite. Yeah, yeah. I'll nibble. Uh, you know, I'll give it a little nib. So I'm, I'm
1: always about nibbing,
0: and so I think it's uh, it's promising to see what happens next. We're moving out of click, my guy. I guess only 47 minutes into this thing,
1: it's gonna be a short episode.
0: Yeah, I didn't even realize, but I mean, it's a yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's a, a little a we can have a
1: little mini suit huh?
0: Yeah, but uh, I don't I don't know that I've got anything else about Loki yet. No, I do. Depending on how the season sways, I do think I'd like to do a season wrap up. Yeah, when it ends, we
1: won't rate it yet, but yeah,
0: because it's hard to rate
1: preemptive know, rating. Um, Three, we, two, one.
0: Uh, simply Sim- overwhelmed, I guess. Simply overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle, like a set. Like if we're doing it on a one hundred scale, it's probably in the mid, high to seventies. Yeah, seventy-five. Yeah. Unless there's some wild shit in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if it's as good as last season, I'll be. I mean, if Loki and Mobius kiss, I mean, there's just a a seven and a half minute long sex scene no music yeah yeah what's Nothing. it from from uh always sunny we're gonna show full penetration you know, you know. there's some of this penetration some of that penetration. penetration you know and it just goes on and on like that for about 90 minutes you know uh you know. well they really like, they really owen, thought of that tom and uh owen are method like you know, unless that was some of that AI that the writers were worried about. They were actually they having were sex. having sex. But I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know. Fortunately. Hmm? hmm? I mean, you figure uh, Disney Plus does make you verify your age now if you've got a lock on there. So <laughs> maybe, you know, R-rated stuff on their Deadpool's on there. And it's got a sex montage. You know? Yay! Granted, there's no penetration, but,
1: you know. No, but we could. <laughs>
0: yet. You
1: know. Uh, that's all I got about it.
0: That's all I got. So what you been thinking about, Chris?
1: Welcome <laughs> back Chris's story time uh, you don't Not really story these? time No, I went to the Ren fair,
0: uh, that's fair yeah. yeah, so I
1: figured we'd talk about that dip. I'm not the double dipper Yeah, you are I just, like, I'm the roller What <laughs> is it, the commercial where you can roll the chip in there? Oh, yeah, yeah No, I went to Ren Faire Yeah, and, we did uh, It was It was a, lot, a whole lot of fun I spent a whole lot of money on a cloak Yep. And a wizard hat that I got a shit ton of compliments on. Yeah, you
0: look dope as fuck.
1: Dude, I was on that mystical shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: unfortunately, wee wee. unfortunately, we found both like on our way out, basically, yeah. as yeah. opposed to like, early on. Yeah. Because otherwise, you could have walked around the Ren Faire snacking on a turkey leg mm-hmm. as a full-ass wizard.
1: And I got my beard growing in. It's long right now. It's the <laughs> longest it's been in a while. Yeah. Dude, yeah, fucking we saw scrubs walking in there with fake beards on. <laughs> shit gonna be me
0: Mm-mm. wasn't you i didn't even shave my neck beard because i figured i'd blend right in <laughs> oh my
1: golly you did and i
0: did sure did yeah yeah i'm just afflicted with bad facial hair genes i just don't grow it anywhere higher than like my jawline for some ungodly reason
1: i have been able to grow beards since six <laughs> yeah yeah you came grade. out the womb with
0: five o'clock mm-hmm, shadow
1: mm-hmm no but <laughs> we had a lot of fun um we walked in there and uh we just were walking around. There weren't too many uh, variety shops. There was yeah. a lot of soap, a lot of uh, like metal jewelry craft mm-hmm. and then like leather stuff. Yeah. Um
0: a lot of clotheries.
1: Yeah, a bunch of clothes expensive as
0: fuck. Well it's all handmade. It's they leather and it's yeah, you know, recreation quality, mm-hmm. you know, they're going for authenticity. Yeah. Um figure I got myself a leather bound uh book book that like
1: fully thirty. Thirty-five bucks. Yeah, it was
0: about thirty-five buckaroos. I did not know was that better price. No, huh? cut the leather out, hole punch the paper.
1: We gotta talk about this turkey leg. We got Yeah, talk. that was some fucking chicanery, dude. So we're walking around, right? And then I'm like, eventually, because we knew we were gonna get turkey legs.
0: Yeah, it's the goddamn Ren Fair, right? And so you we're don't like, not get the turkey leg at the at the Ren Fair.
1: We're like, we'll walk around first and kind of just see what catches our eye, and then when, when we start getting hungry, we'll we'll get the turkey leg. Right?
0: Yeah, we'll just call it.
1: And so we started. <laughs> walking around, and then after about maybe like an hour an or two hour, hours, so hours, we're right, let's get that turkey leg. We didn't get our shawarma. <laughs> no, we did not, bro. Fuck. But so we're waiting in line for this turkey leg, and we're it waiting for like... fucking
0: line, dude.
1: I'm thinking it was at least like an hour, it 45. Like an hour. Yeah,
0: I don't think it was an hour, 45. It was not more than one hour. I would agree with you if it wasn't more than an hour mm-hmm. and a half. It wasn't, it wasn't more than an hour. Dude. I wouldn't be surprised if it was less than an hour. I don't but know, it man, just felt long. We
1: That's the thing. Is like We didn't walk around too much before we got in line for the turkey leg. And then when we were done,
0: it was like 4.30. I mean, we'd gone down two streets. Yeah, but we weren't lingering. In fact, you figure we went all the way around one side, then doubled back and went back up the other way past the bar and then around to the turkey legs. So we'd been through most of the place before we stopped for turkey legs.
1: Regardless We were, there, we were for there for a long time
0: long ass time Waiting in, in line Yeah I'm not saying the line wasn't long But don't Yeah you know.
1: And then we get We're the second People in line Yeah literally there point. was a
0: couple of guys In front of us Like you know A pair of guys mm-hmm. in front of us And then us And then They fucking holler out They're out of turkey legs One hour wait on turkey legs And we were like <laughs> "No, uh. You're fucking with me Like there was about to be a riot I thought mm-hmm.
1: And I didn't accept
0: that Mm-mm.
1: I asked him I said Is there any other turkey legs she
0: was like... And she's God, like, yeah, there's
1: another, there's another gazebo. Yeah. Got
0: some like, turkey legs.
1: Literally and not there was nobody in that line. I was no, the first one was up a there. ghost town over there. And I said, hey, you guys got turkey legs? And she's like, yeah, we do. Sure do. And then b- pulled them out too steaming. Yeah. Fat. <laughs> nearly too hot to hold. Turkey legs. Yeah. Dude, we took a bite and that juice spit at me.
0: Yeah. It was like... <laughs> right, <laughs> right at like you. Like a loogie. Yeah. And
1: then we sat and we watched The Fool for a bit.
0: Yep. And then... I got fucking tilted off of some fucking mead Mm -hmm. That was strong mead Yeah that was And she was like you want a small or a tall Their smalls were fucking small So I was like give me a tall And I took that first gulp and was like uh oh (laughs) I should have the small (laughs) That was stronger than wine lighter than whiskey But it was somewhere in the middle Um, It was good as fuck too Mm -hmm. I thought we were trying to communicate Because it was two different lines And I went over to the beer line Because the line for (laughs) the turkey was so fucking long and uh I had said, Oh, they've got mead and you kinda acted pretty like, Yeah, mead's all right, you know. I said, Yeah, I like you mead. Yeah, like, yeah, I like mead But it was like, Yeah, it's fine. You know, it mm-hmm. was very much your, your, your tone. And you'd expressly asked me to go get us beer. And so I was like I said go get a drink. No, you said beer. You said that you got beer, you wanna go get in the beer line? And I said, Yeah, it looks like they got mead too and like, Yeah, I like mead, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so I went over I there. I meant like, yeah, go get mead. Well, you didn't say that. So I went over there and I was trying to use sign language to you. I was like, you want mead? And I held up the M in sign language. And I held up the B in in sign language. And you held up the B, thinking I no, was.
1: No, I held up my pinky, thinking you meant fancy because <laughs> meads is, fancier is than fancier, beer. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh right. yeah, I mean.
0: And I was <laughs> like, all right, B for beer, bitching. Okay. And so I got you a fucking Michelob Ultra. Yeah. And, I was and I'm like, sipping on this? fucking honey wine. Just getting fucked up. I was like, what is this, man? Because we hadn't eaten. We'd had caffeine Mm -mm. on the hour and Mm -mm. some change drive. And then fucking just got nasty on it. We ate, uh, what did you get? Haggis. Yeah, because we got to the front of the line. They said no turkey legs. And we were like, well, we've been here. So we're getting something. So you got Haggis. I got a sausage roll. (laughs) And what did we split? Mac and cheese bites. Fucking bacon and Gouda mac and cheese bites. They slapped. Mm. And it could have just been hungry, but I don't think so. Mm -mm. I think they were busting. They were good. Unequivocally. Unequivocally fucking busting. Busting. So, yeah, we ate those, drank some some drank. Like you said, watched The Fool for a while. And then
1: on our way out, we found the wizard hat first, which was a pretty good price. And Mm -hmm. we found the cloak, which is a really good price, all things considered.
0: Mm Mm-hmm especially compared to some of the other shops mm-hmm. and it's pretty high quality too. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you figure even the book salesman that I, that I went to had said like our prices are a little middle of the road when you look on Etsy and stuff, but it puts them right in the pocket of like, yeah, but then we're going to sell more, mm-hmm. you know? And so we're not relying on, we got to sell these four books. Cause what? fuck man, you know, I got to look for somebody that's willing to pay, yeah, sixty bucks for a medium-sized book, yeah. and they can go. Oh, I'm selling for thirty-five, but I'm selling twelve of them. You know, mm-hmm. and so they're making their money that way. But and so I wonder if the the cloak salesman that you went to was the same way. Probably, because they were a pretty hard sale on you too. And they were in a good way. They weren't pushy, but it was no. Like, they were. They were pushy in a right way. I felt it never maybe felt for you. It never felt rude to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you feel like they were being rude?
1: Put yourself in my shoes.
0: I, you walked in there glowing, going, I want a cloak. And they got fucking cloaks. And she went, well, try it on, dude. Mm-hmm. And then was like, I mean, can you afford it? And you were like, yeah. And she was like, well, then fucking get it. said, okay. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you literally sell jewelry for a job.
1: And then I got hustled. Yep. You Swindled. Hustled. Walked off. That button fell off. No, it didn't. <laughs> no. No, very high quality stuff. Yeah. That hat's cool too.
0: It's got uh, metal wire floppy. in yeah, there the so I can it. adjust it so and have bend that, it. The, f- the flop to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, the little curve in the point.
1: I'm going to use that as a nighttime cap. <laughs> a bedtime
0: cap. Your, uh, just a picture picturing you being like Ebenezer Scrooge <laughs> in his jammies. Holding a candle. You know, with the, yeah, on the candelabra. <laughs> with your little nightcap and your nightgown and your night, and mm. your night pants.
1: Mm? Your no, there would
0: be no pants underneath that nightgown. Who
1: goes there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I almost went, return the slab. Return the slab. And just the ghost of fucking Christmas past. I don't know, I man. I had a pretty good time at the run fair.
1: I thought it was fun. It was, yeah,
0: right. it was Viking weekend. Yeah. There were some pretty dope people, but well. it was kind of chilly. It wasn't like... There un- a pair ungodly. of very
1: opinionated men there's a pair of very political opinionated men behind us Yeah. who would not stop fucking dogging on everyone for dressing up at Ren Faire. And it's like,
0: you realize you're the weird ones Yeah, here, you're right? the
1: oddballs here.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it did feel like they went there to people watch and then were like, can you believe these fucking losers? I'm like, I mean, they spent 32 bucks to have a good time. You spent 32 bucks to go, what is this place? Yeah. So, who so, really lost here.
1: Yeah. I mean, just do a thing. Yeah. We saw a couple furries. Mm-hmm. You just smiled and waved, man. Do your thing, bro.
0: Nope. I howled in uh, solidarity.
1: We had a really good time.
0: I did, too. You all right, man? What's the matter?
1: <clears throat> I just uh, bit my tongue.
0: Cat got your tongue. <laughs> you all right, man? Yeah. Anyways. Getting off topic here. Not really. I'm to, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about next week. I think next week we watch... Uh, we said we were going to do something spoopy. Man. Yeah. Apparently the new Exorcist movie's not good. Which doesn't really surprise not me. Really. Um, Exorcism movies just generally aren't very good. We could watch... I vote. We either do, we do a... Sp- I said do-do. Let's just go ahead and address it. I vote that we either do, in fact, watch a spooky thing. I want to watch something spooky. Or we watch The Fellowship of the Ring.
1: No, I want to watch something spooky. Get over yourself. Let's watch something spooky. Get over myself. It's Halloween.
0: What do you fucking mean, get over myself? You rolled your eyes
1: like it was a big deal.
0: I rolled my eyes because you're the motherfucker that literally bought a cloak and witch and, and wizard hat. Mm-hmm. And then are like, I don't want to watch... Arguably the most impactful uh, fantasy property of the modern era. I'm
1: just saying, I want to watch something spooky. What do
0: you want to watch?
1: I don't know, something spooky, like Cory in the House. (laughs) I
0: want something spooky.
1: Airplane. (laughs) Fletch.
0: (laughs) In like Flynn. Flynn. Do we want to watch an old scary movie? <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yo, we could watch Alien. That's a good one. That's a very good one. That's on Hulu.
1: Mm-hmm. We could watch Prey again.
0: Nah, I'm good. Huh? That wasn't a scary movie.
1: It's still pretty good. You
0: know, it scared me. <laughs> no, pretty... I think it's more like an action movie. Your mama. What about it? <laughs> Yo mama. Ah,
1: you man. Nah.
0: nah, I don't know. What do you want to watch, man? Tell me. We got to do it on air right now. Commit. What are we watching? It's sinister. That's a good one. I think we should do classic horror movies since it's Halloween. We could watch Halloween. It's, I want to watch Jason X with Space Jason. That's not good. That's a bad movie. <laughs> so fucking bad. That is a bad movie. I remember watching that too young. Like it was on Stars or something. And I was like, my dad's outside mowing the grass. I'm like, what well, Jason X? What's this? And I was like, it scared the shit out of me. But then he, there's a, a particular point in the movie where. I went, this is stupid. Like, this isn't good anymore. <laughs> not that it was good, but for 10-year-old me, I'm like, oh, this is terrifying. And then I was like, wait a minute. Why are these guys absolute fools? Dude, the part where fucking
1: Jason just walking and kicks the boom box. Yeah, yeah. Just kicks that shit to the curb.
0: Breaks that one dude over his knee. Yeah.
1: The guy Push, pushes not. that lady down the subway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Such a stupid movie.
1: Then you get that guy fighting him on the rooftop.
0: We watch Freddy vs. Jason.
1: Um, that's really not a good one either.
0: I mean, we're not gonna horror movies tend to be pretty hit or miss, so let's watch one that hits. Yeah, then we get into the bad the thing that we always say we do, which is picking good stuff on purpose.
1: hmm well, I don't wanna review anything that's bad now, do we?
0: Good. there are gonna be some comedy on us going, this is not good. Maybe we <laughs> watch a good one and a bad one. yeah, I could do it. Here's what we do. We watch the first. We're going to watch three movies. We're going to watch Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street. Court in the house. Freddy vs. Jason. No. Because then we watched the two guys and then we watched them fight each other. And we go, you know what? On their own, they were all right. Freddy versus together. Jason so mid. Yeah. It's all right. What did we just said we were going to watch a good thing and a bad thing. All right. And then you're like, well, that's not good. I'm like, that's why I named two good things. Uh, what, what 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 bad thing did you want to watch?
1: The Happening?
0: No. That's too bad. That's just <laughs> not, yeah. That's not even an interesting bad. That's just bad. And it's not scary either. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. But. I think you mean I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the night we record... Oh, by the way, we're doing this. We want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you liked it, be sure to give us a great review on iTunes, mm-hmm. Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you're like the radio. It. Yep, could be live Broadway waves. <laughs> we're just gonna hijack the AM.
1: That's right. Sure. We're gonna hijack the PM.
0: Hmm? AM to the PM funk. <laughs> My uh, left
1: stroke just went viral. <laughs>
0: That's a, a good ass uh, song. <laughs> you almost got me just to go. Um, <laughs> I lost my whole train. Yeah. Make sure that you're like, follow, and subscribing on your audio streaming service of choice. That way you get notified when we post new episodes.
1: I syrup sandwiches and, and allowances. allowances.
0: <sighs> That's a good ass song. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Being Be <normal>. humble. Nobody better me. Well, you. you, you. Anyways, stop it. We're gonna get copyrighted if we just do the whole <laughs> song. Just two white kids doing I don't say kids, I'm nearly thirty you're years grown old. Grown ass man. Yeah. Well. I'm wrong. You are grown, <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck, this is painful, dude. I'm starting over. Yeah. Hi, I, what you're gonna do? No. Thank you everybody so much for listening. If you like this episode, be sure to give us a great review on iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to us, mm-hmm. the the radio. Taking over the AM and the PM funk. <laughs> My last joke just went viral. Could have. Uh, if you uh, make sure you're liking, following, and subscribing on your audio streaming service of choice, that way you get notified every week when we post. Uh, I think we've done pretty good mm-hmm. every Wednesday. I think mm-hmm. we've gone one day that we, was not a uh, Wednesday. Mm-mm. That was a good old-fashioned Barbenheimer, yep. which was still wasn't our longest episode. Yeah, which
1: one was our longest episode?
0: Dude, we did one that was like two... What? Two and a
1: half. No, we weren't easily pushing three. I think when I looked... Like unedited.
0: Yeah, I think unedited our longest one was two and a half, and it was The Last of Us. Oh, that, I mean, that is such a good, good yeah. one, though. I'm pretty sure, because I know that it's like it and Barry were... You had
1: they other on your arm, bro. It's yeah. still there. Yeah, yeah it you I should have yesterday. Did you get bit by something? Mm-hmm. A zombie? Did you see that in uh, North Carolina? There's a cow that has a like confirmed like mad cow disease. Yeah. And it's starting to spread and shit like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mad cow disease has been around for just a long ass time. Until
1: it makes the jump to humans. I mean. That's what it was in zombie Land. Yeah. That's just the most historical yeah, I and mean, reaction.
0: Obviously. Uh anyways, we keep getting off track. I'm not starting over again. This get is get on the track. This is the fifth time we've done the outro. It's not what you heard. It's what you're hearing. <laughs> Shut up. So listen you just keep getting me off track with hip hop classics, is what it is. <laughs> You know me, you know. I'm just a <laughs> hip hop head, you know. Come on, come slime. on. Snipes. <laughs> Snipes. <laughs> Anyways, stop it. Whew. I don't even remember basically listen to this shit and like it. If you don't, sorry, man. You're we'll lost. try and be better. Uh how can people let us know that they don't like us?
1: Yeah, you can always fucking tell us how much you hate us at uh you can look at our socials, our Instagram <laughs> and our Facebook is on Podcast. You can always check out our Twitter handle, which is WEMD underscore simply mm-hmm. Or uh, you can always write us a, an email at the simplywell at gmail dot com.
0: That's right. Send us in your hate mail mm-hmm. and uh berate us. Yep. I'm sensitive about my weight and Chris is sensitive about his hair, so Yep. Either of those are fair game.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's cool, just like make us feel like a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. You could just We call could start us.
1: we could start doing that, like on TikTok and like there's people like a Patreon thing you can join. <laughs> and like people will pay you <laughs> It's to like the subreddit
0: you. uh what was it roast me? You know, <laughs> <laughs> just do TikTok lives where people just call us fat, bald pieces of shit. Uh, uh, oh, mama! But, Next week it sounds like we're gonna do horror movies, good and bad. What kind of movies? Horror, hmm. scary movies. Yeah. So like fucking it.
1: tune in. Yeah, tune in or tune out. I guess I'm such a lucky boy. I can't wait to. Go home. Bye.